All right, welcome back to Spill the Tea. Today we are just three, mighty but three. <laughs> Me, Tracy, and Mary. And what we had on doc today was to talk about funny stories. And for the life of me, when you're put on the spot, I can't think of a single one. <laughs> but Tracy did tell me that Mary has one ready and queued up. So <laughs> Mary, I'm going to throw it right over to you. <laughs> Boy, this could either flop or... <laughs> Or I don't know, flip. Well, how did we get how did we get this topic anyway? Trace, did you come? I listened to our last three episodes and they're so heavy that I said if we don't do something light, I can't do it a week of heavy. Oh, okay. I have to, uh, to travel to Boston next week for work, and then this is a heavy week for work, and then we're prepping for the retreat. So I was just like, no, energetically, I need to laugh. <laughs> So selfish. I'm sorry. Who better to start us off than Mary? Because she always makes us laugh. (laughs) Perfect. And this story, you were present for it, Tracy. And it was my wedding. And you know how you do rehearsal, obviously, the day before. And I'm sure the justice of the peace, we had a justice of the peace. I'm sure he gave me his, his script of this is what I'm going to say. And this is what you repeat back. But I didn't look at it closely because I'm I'm just thinking to myself, I just have to repeat what he says. It's not a big deal. I'm sure it's a, a great choice of words. So we're at the we're in it. We're in the ceremony. The rehearsal or the ceremony? We're actually in the ceremony. Okay. But I yeah. you know, I mentioned like maybe yeah. the listener is gonna be like, Well, didn't you rehearse this the night before? And uh You didn't read through them. No, no, we did not read through them. And I'm sure I must not have read through it because I would have known what he was saying. So (laughs) (laughs) when we are doing our vows, Justice of the Peace says what I think is plow my trough. And (laughs) I listened to Carl. I'm like, I'm going to hear it a few times. Carl plows his trough (laughs) to me. And now it's my turn to, I'm like, I still don't know what this man has said. Plow my trough does not sound like a vow to make. And uh, so he asks me to plow my trough. (laughs) And I can't say it. I stop the ceremony and say, what did you say? (laughs) And we all erupt in laughter. And come to find out, it's plight my trough, which I still didn't know what that meant, but at least he wasn't okay. going to plow my trough. <laughs> I think I would have wanted him to plow my trough instead of plight it. <laughs> so what to does plight, that mean? To plight my trough means to pledge to be faithful. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a vow of celibacy. Well, couldn't we have just said that? Celibacy. I know. <laughs> I pledged to be faithful. I know. This old timey phrase. I still prefer plow my trough, which I think is the opposite. I think it's I think it's and, we're gonna we're gonna um what do you, we're gonna con consummate this wedding. 
Yeah, yes, right here. It is Forget a metaphor. <laughs> for sure. Oh my gosh. Oh. Liana, I'm getting married any day soon, but thank you. I will definitely have some vows prepared and rehearsed. Yes. <laughs> Read them I don't, first and I don't understand want my draft cloud. <laughs> Maybe you do. <laughs> Is it a winter game? Plow your job. I also don't want to talk about my plight either. So, <laughs> right. Oh, goodness. I wasn't going to share this one, but you were present for this story, Mary. Okay. I had to deliver some feedback to a staff. And, uh, <laughs> and it wasn't working out. It just really wasn't working out well at all. I mean, nothing too terrible, but definitely she needed to to fix some stuff. And so I'm delivering that message, and I was a young supervisor, and she stands up and she huffs at me, and she goes, you subjugate my soul to the core. <laughs> it's like, what? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't think I did. Subjugate my soul to the core. Yeah, I I called Mary and said, Mary, I don't know what understand what she said, what this means. How do I isn't that what you do to a verb? (laughs) (laughs) What I did to this person, but I think I'm going to hell. (laughs) And I mean at the time it was about playing with kids. I mean it's like be more fun. Yes, the yeah, the feedback wasn't wasn't horrific. I had to no. look up the definition of subjugate to try well, to figure out what she was. So did we? We did too at the time. Did we even have Google then? <laughs> we had did, internet. What did? Yeah, we must have had internet. Okay. I have to put in. A, I don't know that I remember what we came up with, but we did have to do a deep of another. So you put her soul in the place of another or <laughs> to substitute, you substituted her soul. <laughs> that sounds like Someone. exorcism stuff. It sounds like second. the devil went down to Georgia. Hmm. <laughs> I need to plow a trough. To substitute for another with regard to a legal right or claim. guess that would so, be like. Like her job? <laughs> well, a legal right or claim, yeah, to give it to someone else when she had a claim to it, maybe, that you were. So I would have given her soul away? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she put her heart and soul into her job, and you were saying, sorry, this is not the right place for your heart or soul. <laughs> you need to play more fun. And someone your play needs to be more fun. Someone else is going to take your space. <laughs> you weren't firing her. Right. Oh, was it? I don't know if I switched a group or if I like switched up some activities to make it easier to have fun. Huh. Yeah. I do know it was about having more fun. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So have you ever subjugated anybody's soul to the core? <laughs> Gosh, I hope not. And if I did, I am so sorry that you feel that way, whoever you are. I still feel guilt over it. Not really. I mean, because it sounds like I really did something. Yeah, some weird voodoo shit. Well, I wonder because you remember this story. I was letting somebody know that I did not 
select them to be promoted because their emotional intelligence needed strengthening and uh-huh. she was not a good fit for a supervisory position because of that. And I think you, you're the one that told me that she was bawling <laughs> because I called her an emotional retard and I don't use that word on purpose, but that to quote her, she said, I called her an emotional retard. I can't even imagine you doing that either. I talked about emotional, I said emotional intelligence. I was using EI and, and, uh, isn't it funny how people hear something completely different? Yes. Like plow my trough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I'm only thinking of one story that was kind of funny, and I don't know that this person would appreciate me bringing it up because I I think they listened, but they sent out an email that was supposed to have this person's name in it, but instead of their name, it said vomit. (laughs) It's their first name. That's hilarious. I don't know if that person's listening, but I love you. (laughs) And I remember being like, oh, oh gosh, Spellcheck did not catch that. And I ran to their office and was like, you just sent out an email that said their name is Vomit. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it. That's awesome. I don't know if she was able to retract it or not. I can't remember. I just well, said, uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know your name's not Vomit. <laughs> it's pronounced vomit. <laughs> it's French. Oh, I forgot the accent on it. <laughs> That's hilarious. I have another funny story that was just recently, and it's not my funny story. And I, I might be subjugating Carl's soul to the core by sharing this story. <laughs> I don't think he's a, a regular listener. <laughs> I don't it was so nice knowing you. I don't think so either. <laughs> so you know how when you get your tonsils out, you also get your adenoids out. I don't know if you've ever uh-huh. heard that. They, they go hand in hand. Um, you get your tonsils and adenoids out. Well, he was talking about his hairdresser who was also talking about her husband snoring and how he had to have surgery and to take his, as Carl said, he had his tonsils and nads removed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He went to the doctor, then the vet. <laughs> I said, do you mean adenoids? He said, oh, I said nads. <laughs> That's awesome. So if you snore, be careful. You might get your balls removed. <laughs> If you're a male. (laughs) I was in Colorado a couple months ago for work. And the bartender had a really heavy pour. I usually get a vodka cranberry, right? So that's like maybe a two count in cranberries. Mm -hmm. Well, he put it in like a a really big glass, like that I'd get a milkshake out of. (laughs) You got a double. Uh, And he counted to eight or ten and kept talking and then splashed it with cranberry and it was an expensive drink so 
You're drinking all of it. it. Yeah, I drink it. And then we have to walk to dinner. I don't drink very often. Maybe I drink a beer once in a while, but that might be once a month. We get to dinner. It's at this really fun, bougie place that is like Alice in Wonderland themed. And we're all doing appetizers and sharing the appetizers, right? It gets to me. I'm ordering something with steak in it. And they ask me how I want that done. And I tell them mild. <laughs> you wanted a mild steak? I think that's, you could translate that into medium, right? Or maybe you didn't even want medium. <laughs> like mild, please. And I just kept going. I would just be stopped and got really quiet. And the waiter went. i was thinking several years ago when my niece lived with my parents um my dad was losing his hearing and like we're the only ones that wanted to admit it because he definitely did not my dad went to the school to pick up my niece from soccer practice and they were walking back up from the soccer field through the parking lot to go into the locker room and they're walking up and the coach sees my dad and she says to my dad, she's looking good out there. And my dad goes, well, thanks. You're looking good too. (laughs) (laughs) That's so sweet. Horrible. Kind of laughed, (laughs) and I think my niece was probably mortified. I don't remember if my mom told me the story or my niece, but I laugh every time I think about it because that was so my dad. He would just respond like that. He didn't hear (laughs) sad, but he'd be sweet and kind. (laughs) When Carl was meeting my not extended family, but he had met my parents already. And uh, we were headed back um, over to my parents' house because my brother and his wife and kids were there. And so he would be meeting Will and and Julie and William and Joelle. And Joelle is about four years old. And we come into the house and she runs into my arms and I pick her up and she says she wants to be a flower girl. Oh, when she met Carl. In my (laughs) wedding. And Carl and I had just met. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Yeah. You just got it. Oh. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, that's so sweet. My daughter is going through and doing her wedding invitations. And she called me the other day to ask about like how to address some, some of them and how not to address some of them. And does she send this here? And does she send that there? And she got to Mary and Carl's and she's like, do you think Mary would laugh if I put Jesus? What do you think the post office would say? <laughs> I laughed. I was oh, yeah, like, you I need laugh. to put Jesus on there. <laughs> um, <laughs> because when Aaron was four, <laughs> she, she's going to daycare. Did I tell this on the podcast? No, I'm no, might have, but it's it's worthy it's a of a whole repeat. new story to me. I'm totally engrossed. <laughs> oh, okay. She was going to daycare and the lady's mom was there who was very religious and she was sitting the kids down. I mean, I found out later, sitting the kids down and telling them Bible stories and about Jesus and Mary. And so this was 
primed in her little four-year-old mind. And we went to Mary's house probably for a tea event. And Aaron was like poking around and like looking in Mary's house and stuff. And I kept having to like say, hey, Aaron, stop. And But it didn't really register to me because she's four. That's normal. And when we got in the car and on our way home, she started asking me all these questions about Jesus and Mary. And like, she's like, what did Mary do when Jesus was bad? So I'm thinking Mary, mother of God, right? I was like, oh, wow, Aaron, um, that's a really big question for a little girl. So I'm like, like she probably used time out, you know, <laughs> just like you. And she kept asking questions about Jesus and Mary. And then finally she says, did Mary keep Jesus in the basement? I didn't see him there. She totally in her mind thought that Jesus was actually our Mary's son. Mary was hiding him in her basement. <laughs> Mother Mary. And I'm so famous that her her caretaker <laughs> is talking about me and my son. <laughs> I'm sitting there listening to those Bible stories like, oh, Mary is amazing. There's a book about Mary and Jesus. <laughs> so she's going to address your, your wedding invite to Mary and Jesus. Mary Carl and Jesus. Mary Carl. Baby and Jesus. Jesus. Mary Carl and <laughs> Jesus. Baby Jesus. Baby Jesus. She's got to bring the, the, post o- to the wedding. The post office would just think it was Jesus. You know? Right. <laughs> and the invite's going to say, come to my trough. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I Jesus sleeps <laughs> in the trough. trough in the base trough in the basement. <laughs> I have one from a couple of weeks ago. Zachary was home when our son at the Marine with his new wife, and he was here for like a week. And kids got to all be together, and it's always so special when they're all together because in the last few years. Oh, somebody's always missing for something or another. And, and Zach has been actually been gone for a year and a half. And it was the first time we got to hang out with his wife, Isabel. And we just had a beautiful time. And the last night we all went putt-putt golfing. And uh, we dropped Aaron off after that. And first of all, she texted and it comes up on my car. So I pushed the screen for it to read it because I thought maybe she forgot something. And it said, oh my gosh, I'm crying. I'm so sad. And then... Siri asks you, do you want to respond? So I re- I say yes. And I say, and Scott, before I can say anything, says, wipe your tears. And then Siri says back, wipe your ass. And of course, Zachary doesn't miss a beat and just says, <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> and there goes a mother wound. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to call her. She's not picking up. So now I know she's crying. <laughs> Thinking I told her to. No, no, wipe her, her not wiping her ass. <laughs> wipe her ass. <laughs> Thinking about a story about a potato gun. <laughs> Laura and I were, you know, in our area, I don't know if the listeners have ever heard of a potato gun, but I think, do you put nitrous in it to make it? No, I'm making aquanet. stuff up now. You, you use aquanet. aquanet. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, it, you spark it somehow. Does it spark? I don't know. All I know is that I put potatoes in it. <laughs> 
and you shoot this gun that's made out of PVC pipe, perhaps. Huh? And uh, so Laura and I were at a party and, you know, who who doesn't want to shoot a potato gun? I can't remember if it was Laura or me. We would we were yelling Idaho because <laughs> of Idaho potatoes. <laughs> Idaho. <laughs> Idaho. That was uh, my ex-husband's potato gun. <laughs> it was. It was at yeah. your your place. Yeah. Like I know that potato gun. Mm-hmm. Well, even though this is a short episode, is there something the listeners can do to make tea this week? There absolutely is something that the listeners could do to make tea this week. I think that it's so important that you laugh and share your story. So call a friend, share a story, whether you got a potato gun story or you've got a friend named Mary who's got Jesus in her basement. Share it with somebody, get a giggle and start to fall off right. Perfect.